Hey guys, this is Corinne and Sabrina. We are the hosts of Two Girls, One Ghost. We are here to tell you spooky, scary, spine-chilling ghost stories. Listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you on on the other side. Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers! Cheers! Yay! Drinking. I sipped first. I'm drinking the leftover whiskey from our recording with Savannah. There's not a lot. Jim and I are sharing the rest of it. There's not a lot at all. I'm having a beer. That's why my cheers sounded different. Hey, I'm Kimmy. And I'm Liza. And this is 51 First Dates. It's a podcast. And an experiment. Where I, Liza, send my best friend Kimmy on 51 First Dates. Oh my god, did we record like a promo recently I feel like or something? We <laughs> That's the smoothest shit we've ever done. Ever. <laughs> ever. It came in hot. Like butter. <laughs> so we did it like 16 times last week. <laughs> And then we were like, no, let's use the And then we listened to them and we're, and we're like, oh, we sound wasted. Because yeah. we recorded it after we recorded it with Savannah. And we sound like, I'm slurring. I can't get the words out. Same. Yeah. Um, but welcome. Welcome to <laughs> welcome. episode 24. Um, yeah. You know, it's date 20 because they continue to fail all the time. No, it doesn't fucking but matter. Episode Nothing 24, matters. date 20. I'm going on 51 dates, trying to change up my habits. We talk about them anonymously. We're not assholes. This is fun. We have drunk feminism corner now. I hope it continues. <laughs> we are drinking now, so that might happen again. Correct. Yeah. Um. And, oh my gosh, I had a point. Oh, and we're, because we decided we're going to say this at the beginning, Um. you should mm-hmm. follow us on social media. You absolutely should. On Instagram, we're at 51 Pod. 51 first dates pod and uh join our secret facebook group on facebook yes liza started a really excellent thread about who should pay first on or sorry on a first date <laughs> on a first date who should, who pay. should pay yeah and, and we're having a heated debate i mean most people like most like everyone everyone's cool and sort of like has similar feels but it's nice to debate the nuances because it's a tricky thing i agree yeah. and just to be like really honest about like well i sort of agree with like if you ask, you should pay. But then I feel really nice when someone pays for me. So it's fun. Join it. Totally. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I'm going to post. I feel like I want to post, like, drunk fe- feminism topic of the week from now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's drunk feminism corner happens in the secret Facebook group. Just Google it. You'll find it. Or don't Google it. Google it within Facebook. S- Facebook search it. Guys, secret groups are the only good part about Facebook. They're great. All right. But also, uh, ooh, we didn't mention our theme yet, and I feel like this is a juicy one. Oh, this is a humongously requested theme. So requested. We are TRL. What? Like- oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I just looked at Kimmy with the dumbest <laughs> eyes, and then I got it five seconds later. I, know. I you know. Guys, we can cut it out. It was a bad joke. Oh, okay. Uh, um, the, the theme, the much requested theme is half relationships. Which I started to call halvesies in some of the articles <laughs> I write for Elite Daily. I'm just like, halvesies. Yeah. yeah, we're calling it that now. No, I mean, I, that's perfect. Like, they need a name because it's a, the scourge of our generation. Or it's awesome. I don't know. Yeah. They can be they can be good or bad, depending on what you it want. They can be the future. They could be the past. Yeah. The thing, well, the thing that's tricky is just lots of people in them want 
things differently. Yeah, we'll get we're, to all We're going to get to that. We have so, so much to unpack. If you even, some of you may be like, what the fuck is a half relationship? You should stay tuned. But some of you might be like, oh yeah, definitely need to know. You should also stay tuned. We, we know TLDR, everyone should stay tuned. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you do know what it is and if you don't know what it is, just stick around. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, well, you know what? Welcome. I, I, I want to just say <laughs> thank you so much for all the love. We just shouted out our social media without saying thank you for reaching out and the DMs totally. and the first date stories that are terrible. And the emails. They're so good. Well, we also – so we – I feel like it's funny. It's – it's we ha- we've we had a bunch of great guests and we have a bunch of great guests coming up, like really, really great guests mm-hmm. that I'm – we like can't say yet, but just like people who I'm really excited about having. Me too. Me too. Um, so – uh, and fun dates. And fun dates. I'm being sent on a really cool date coming up. Guys. Oh, really? I don't know Such about that. Tease. Yes, you do. Do I? Oh, 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 of course I do. Oh, oh my we're God. So we're so annoying. We're so annoying. Maybe we have to I'm cut this out. I'm just stupid. Um, no, but like really cool stuff. Uh, but also this is our last episode for like a month at least that it's just the two of us. And yeah. we haven't had it just the two of us in a second. No, we haven't. So I feel like it'll be a good – we're going to super unpack our theme unpack our theme. I think we both have lots of thoughts and feelings on half relationships. We both engaged. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, and some of the emails we got, I don't know. We'll we'll unpack it. I think it's a thing everywhere. But if you if you are new to the podcast, you should know that Liza and I normally don't talk about the theme until the end. We're like, oh write the theme. Yes. So it's very interesting that we already want to unpack it before unpacking date 20. 20 guys. Date 20. Okay. I meant to say great. You can cut that out. Okay, so day 20, um, let's just play the taxi cab. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I don't know anything about it. Oh my god, I just, sorry, I just got an email from my last week date being like, Savannah Engel, not a fan of me. She really thinks I'm a deadbeat because of the paying thing. That's so sweet. You know what? That's cute. That's so cute, and you're adorable, and that's not true. And it just became a discussion. Okay, I will play it. Give me just a second. All right, so taxi cab confession for date 20. Motherfucker canceled last minute. You all saw me online trying really hard to get a date last minute. I even put a Facebook status up. I even scraped the bottom of the Tinder barrel. I really think that it was the bottom of the Tinder barrel. Um, we can talk about how, how shitty some people are at making plans and how, uh, yeah, no, it's cool to cancel, but like, just like say yes or no to going on a date. I don't know. Um, cheers to the flakes. I will talk to you guys so soon. Bye. Boo. So much anger. Yeah, you guys. I That's mean, you're annoying. used to this by now. Uh, yeah, I just had a I had a last minute cancel and it triggered me, dude. It's that sucks, and it's it's fine because you know yeah. it's my responsibility. I mean, but, but, but we had set it up so in advance. It was gonna be this night. I made sure to make other plans and work things around that. Yeah. Because sometimes I work in the evenings. Oh, <laughs> like we have, He's an evening worker. <laughs> well, we have a production company. <laughs> shit happens. We, we I have meetings like, and there's blah, blah, blah. Other, all sorts shit of things. happens. Um, it's – okay. I mean, I feel like every time this happens, you text me in a panic and I'm yeah. always like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's fine, I you know? I you like, guys think it's fine because a lot of people reached out. Yeah. I've got super sweet DMs being from, like – adorable yeah. listeners being like, well, my brother's just out of town this week, but he will. Oh my and God. Like, that's so cute. Yeah. I love brothers. It was good. Um, and while date 20 wasn't a date, it was a, 
a decent time in the afternoon flake, but a very like, oh, don't kill me. But it was same day. Yeah, it was same day and close to after we had planned it the week prior. I checked in Sunday. I think it was a Monday. Like, Uh I really checked in. And also, like, I'm not trying to shade Tinder too hard, but I think, because we haven't done a Tinder date yet, I think there I had really weird experiences than trying to get a last minute date, Hmm. which I thought would just go more easily. Yeah. So, for example, like, one guy, like, people would just respond to a lot or reach out a lot more quickly than on some of the other apps, or at least that was my experience. One guy was kind of like, well, what are you – I was very forward, and I was like, hey, this is not the guy that canceled. This was the guy who canceled. kind of legit frustrating because he was like, I live on the Upper West Side. I was – can we meet there? I was like, yo, I live in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. For you non-New Yorkers, those are like the most difficult places to get between. But also like – oh, well, go ahead. Well, he was like – I was like, so could you do halfway? That would be great for totally. Because it's <laughs> not that inconvenient to do halfway because you can meet in the West Village. Exactly. And then he was like, right where I live at the nexus of the L and the AC. Yeah. And I think he was like, sure. And then he came back on, when I checked in on Sunday. I, you know, again, no initiative from him on picking a place or anything. And he doesn't have to. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember. But this was someone who asked me, you know, he asked me for drinks. Hmm. Um, and then he was like, oh, is the Upper West Side cool? When I confirmed, I was like, no. That's not halfway. Like, also, just the way. general answer is no. And I mean, unless you're in your 60s and then it's at the coolest. I know. No, I actually love the Upper West Side. I do too. I don't I just but think like, Tinder's a different beast. Meeting in the West Village is not hard for anyone. If it's you live not. on the west side of Manhattan and you're meeting someone who lives off the L, it is like a very easy yes. trip to me. Like the Upper West Side would be like a no-no for people who live in the West Village. Like, you know, it's just yeah. not where Cool young people hang out. Just kidding. I do like it. And I mean, it's beautiful. It's apartment. like one of the best neighborhoods like on earth, but it's for grownups. Yeah, and I was like, watching a Comedians in Cars getting coffee. Oh my God, which one? And wait, I'm trying to remember. It was with, it must be with Tina Fey when they're driving around. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think he's like, or she says, you can like go, oh, I'm messing this oh, up. Oh no, I know exactly. And, and you'll never, never see a truly attractive person. <laughs> It's true. And I hate it about my neighborhood because you can't walk five steps without seeing an unbelievably beautiful person. And it makes me feel insecure. Yeah, Liza lives in Chelsea, which is like haven of beautiful gay men, but also I just feel like now beautiful people. There's a lot of like Swedish models yep. who live in Chelsea. It's a convenient, awesome neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But yeah. anyway, anyway, blah, Upper blah, West blah. Side is fine. Don't at me. That's but where I want to live when I grow up. Just don't like make it such a thing. Like it was just scraping, uh, getting a little bit desperate made mm-hmm. me feel icky. So I pushed it on Monday when I got canceled on for Monday, which is pretty impossible. I was even considering re- rearranging my Tuesday plans, but that would be like affecting real people in my life, affecting work too. Like I'm not. I think you guys know that we're pretty chill. So I don't think I don't think anyone I mean, cares. You are busting ass. <laughs> You've been on fucking nineteen dates. It's fine. Twenty like, would just feel like so like I'm so much closer. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like it's fine. It's gonna yeah. happen. We're gonna have weeks like this. And then it's it felt not a big disingenuous because I'm like I'm just using these guys for the yes. podcast. Then like just to tell the story because yeah, totally. No like, part of me you, feels open and willing to mingle. Totally trying to like get it with some random fucking Tinder dude. I I prepared a really quick rundown of my dates one through nineteen because I thought it would be twenty. Yeah, in three words that I can read. 
Or we can just move to our theme. What did I just do? I just made a ballerina arm Kim, thing. Kimmy wanted me to tell my story. I had started telling her a story right before we started recording. And... <laughs> And it w- and I and she was like, oh my god, this is a good story. You should just tell it on the pod. And I was like, okay, I'll save the rest of it. And it's about the ballet. So Liza Kimmy went on a like, date this week, <laughs> but you and Jeff went on a date. She made ballerina arms. <laughs> I don't want to raise my armpits. You're okay, high. here's my date story. It was not my first date. It was like my fucking thousandth date. <laughs> But, but it was recent and it's date it number recent. 20. This is date number 20. Yeah. My date at the ballet. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm not fancy. I'm not trying to be fancy. But I like really, really um, have this weird fascination with ballerinas. And I did ballet as a little kid and I was terrible at it. But I like loved ballerinas and whatever. But I've never – I had never been to the New York City Ballet. And I just like had mentioned that to Jeff at some point. I was like, oh my God, I'd love to see the ballet, blah, 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 whatever. So he got me tickets like as a Valentine's Day present to go see Romeo and Juliet, which was like so – it was very cute. Very sweet. Yeah. Um, And and it was – um A, it was like so good. It I mean like it was amazing. I Instagram stalked the girl who played Juliet. She's 22. I had jealousy. Oh, whatever. Shit. So whatever. We were at the ballet. We go, you know, and we like – Went to a, like, nice dinner beforehand, like, had a bottle of wine, and then we go up to Lincoln Center. Um, And then in my mind, I was like, well, like, I had a little buzz, but I was like, well, we should get a little high to see the ballet. Absolutely. <laughs> because Romeo it'll be like, Juliet. yeah, and, like, there's an orchestra, and it's beautiful, and it's like, I was like, we should just get, like, a little high. So we got medium to pretty high. I did. <laughs> I would say I was a 6 out of 10. Um, And... Uh, you know, it was amazing. We get there. It's like a beautiful night. We're walking around Lincoln Center, like around the fountain. I just was like, I was like, oh, it was like so nice. We go in, we watch the first half of the ballet. It's fucking beautiful. I'm like crying and having emotions. Intermission, blah, blah, blah. Second act. There had been two empty seats, like right in front of where Jeff and I was sitting. And this couple came and sat down and, um, you know, was didn't matter, but we were like, maybe 10 minutes into the second act. Mm-mm. And the woman takes out her phone Mm-mm. and it's like full brightness. Like she's clicking, she's closing apps, whatever. And she pu- puts it up and like starts trying to take pictures, which obviously is not allowed. So I'm looking around being like, where's the usher to stop this? Uh, no usher shows up. So I was like, well, what the fuck? So she took her, takes her picture and puts it away. And I was like, fine. Meanwhile, like, she was, like, fumbling. It took her, like, a while to take this one fucking picture that was, like, blurry. It was right behind her so I could see the picture. was, like, blurry. Everyone around me and around her does the, like, shuffle, grumble. You know, like, what you – Passive aggression. Totally. Um, hoping someone will get the hint. She did not. Like, a couple minutes later, she pulls out her phone again, starts doing the whole thing. She can't get her camera app open. <laughs> it's, like, blaring white light, whatever. And Jeff, who – is Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like, in all situations, that's who he is. <laughs> he just leans forward and taps her on the shoulder, and she ignores him. So he goes over again, and he taps her on the shoulder, like, really hard. Like, I can almost hear it. Like, it's like, I was like, you can't hit a semi No, really I want to applaud her. She was 70? No, she oh. was probably in her 50s, maybe, with okay, she's no. her husband. She turned around and shot him, like, the dirtiest look and he was like you need to put that away i mean he whispered <laughs> yeah and all the people around us you could see the people around us being like grateful and whatever 
But she shot us like the dirtiest look. And then her husband, who was on the other side of her, shot us also like a filthy, dirty look. He was like, they were pissed. So then the whole second act. <laughs> Sorry, of the you're ballet. just you're at the ballet. Totally. Yeah. Oh, fully. <laughs> and I'm high, you'll remember. Oh. So I'm sitting there the whole second act, and I'm just like, oh my God, they're gonna get in a fight and this is over. At the end of this, like Jeff, like, who's like senior righteousness, gotten- not like a physical fight. But like, cause the guy, the, the her husband was in her his late fifties, early sixties, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think they were gonna like throw punches, but I was like, <laughs> there's gonna be words exchanged, and Jeff's gonna get on his like righteous soapbox, and I'm gonna have to like say something, and then of course, like they, they didn't die. say anything. Good for good on Jeff. Yeah, he was very proud of himself. If that was a first date <laughs> that I was on. Yeah, at the New York City Ballet, which yeah. I really want to do now. Oh, and that, that so happened, good. and that guy did that. Yeah, I would be like wifey material. I, well, you know, totally hubby. But I, I also really love that about him because I'm the most. I will never say anything to anyone. We could be date nineteen and a half. I think we could be date twenty. We haven't even thought about that. That's yeah. why when you said it, I was like, "Ooh, brilliant idea!" When you walked in, and we're like, bah, bah, bah. like, "Yeah, Liza should have a date." I don't care, guys. I love Fuck going the on dates. I feel I'll like it's a weird thing whatever. with like, with like, um you know, being in a relationship for a super long time with someone is stuff you do usually doesn't end up feeling like a date. Like if Jeff and I go out for dinner or go to a movie or go to like a bar and have a couple drinks, it doesn't feel like a date because that's just like what we do all the time, you know? Right. So like a date ends up having to be something where you're like, this is this has to be a thing we don't normally do. Mm-hmm. We have to go to the go to the ballet. We have to like make it a thing. Was that your first ballet date? Yes, so I had never seen a ballet at all. It so is, it was a first date. It first was date. one of fifty-one first dates. There we go. Liza did one. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and I get to do one less. Oh my no. god! <laughs> I feel like that's so super narcissistic or self-involved. And I'm gonna give the ballet five out of five dicks. Yeah, five out of five dicks. Yeah, five out of five dicks. Well, I belong at the ballet. Totally. There are a lot um, of dicks at the ballet. There's a lot. Can I that ask you, see you at the ballet? Well, I that's the best date so far. <laughs> there we, Let's be there real. we go. Um, if you had to describe your date in three words, what would you say? <laughs> uh, romantic, fun, and um, uh, enriching or like fulfilling. Oh, so good! It's very like satisfying experience. Yes. Be good. Yeah. Well, no, I obviously just did that because at date 10, mm-hmm. we we highlighted them all. And uh, we just, like, quickly ran down all the dates. Sorry. And I think we'll probably cut this, but <clears throat> I feel like I did this last minute. I wrote down three quick words, but they're not like yours. <laughs> they're like a sentence, a phrase. That's great. About each date from date one. So great. I will not torture you. But if you're joining, you don't have to go back and listen. Wait, from should. date one? Yeah. Damn. Real All quick. right, let's do I'll, it. I'll run them off. Ready? Yeah. Can I open a drink before I do it? Yes. Ooh, we drink on this podcast. Okay. okay. Date one. He wouldn't drink. <laughs> Date two. Successful ass man. <laughs> Date three. <laughs> two phone Tommy. <laughs> he wasn't named Tommy. I did these like 15 minutes, like while you guys oh were actually. Oh my God. Here. This is okay. amazing. Date four. He hard passed. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Date five. I love LA. Nice. Date six. Who wants to hang out when he's coming to New York City? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, funny. We'll talk about that. Uh, yes. Sorry. Date six. His teeth hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I 
did the first three words. It's some cute broccoli, dude. Because we ate broccoli. Sorry. That's the weirdest one. Oh, my God. Day day. Bowling with Bay. Our oh, friend Steve. Yeah. Oh, Steve. <laughs> day nine. So entirely perfect. We hung out for a long time. Yes. We were also at Better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Day date. Yes, totally. Yeah. Date 10. Didn't catch feels. Okay. <laughs> well, are you forgetting that one? Yep. Oops. Date 11. Young as fuck. Oh. <laughs> you set me up on that one. Yep. Date 12. Very vanilla bro. Except he was the first ginge. Ooh. <laughs> that was a bad one. Date 13. Oops. It's him. I, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> when I yeah, 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 yeah. Date 14. Dude from Hoboken. Okay. With many other nice attributes. We just never hung out again, even though we t- yeah. I really liked him. Okay. We're far from each other. Date 15. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Date 16. So freaking hot. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's decided not to participate. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> um, date 17. Loves being shirtless. Remember, <laughs> sent me like shirtless pictures. All the shirtless pictures of him. Yes. Um, date 18. Used to date. Meh, meh. Okay, I'll give you three. Um, uh, Oscar Isaac adjacent. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's confusing. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like, used to date hell. Kimmy. <laughs> uh, 19. It says we got buzzed, but that's boring. Like, and I would say, like, I would say all of them. I'm going to have three new ones. Savannah shamed him. That was day 19. Oh. <laughs> For not bang. He, he was did a jet. No. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. We're that done. was really fun. I feel like. I only, I liked it because you said the date and then I went, bam. Number one. <laughs> Still okay, that's fine. <laughs> so should we talk about half relationships? Because we said we were going to spend yes. forever on it, and then we and then always got distracted. <laughs> talked about what are we talking about? Um, can we start with maybe a DM? E- yeah, from someone who is fully fine with her name being read on the pod. Oh wait, before we do that, really quick. Oh, yeah, yeah. Since we just did that rundown, I just want to really, really quick shout out a listener, Angelica. <gasps> wait, who is it? How- a literal. Angel. We need to get her address and send her a present. Angelica. So what I just did was lazy. I could only have done it because Angelica made a spreadsheet of all the dates and the comments and the how many dicks. And this spreadsheet is so fucking good. The fields, there's like there's like data. She's like a badass math bitch, which is so cool because mm-hmm. I – Spent a long time trying to figure out what 18 plus 19 was the other day. <laughs> like, I spent, like, two to three minutes. I was like, I'm not using my calculator. Well, it's like at the eight and the nine. They just it, it was 37? It was not, I think, but I don't remember. I don't I've blocked out the whole experience. She uh, So it's very cool. Any math ladies are awesome. She but also spent the time. Yeah, actually. Spent the time. And also, like, just it's so thorough and it's so cool to see everything laid out because she, like, quantified, you know, like, how did it go? Chemistry, attraction, like how good of a texture was he? Like all of these fields. And it's so fucking cool. And who, we, paid? who paid? Who paid? So interesting. All these, like was there a kiss? How did you, like the fields are so good and I feel like it's going to be such a good tool for us like moving forward. And it's just such a cool thing and it just touched our fucking cold dead hearts that yeah. someone would do Thank that. Thank you it's so much, so Angelica. cool. 
Um, that was. I'm gonna email you tonight and ask you what you like, but we're gonna send you a, a present. I know. We have I to send know. her a good present. We have to but I need. I know. I wish I knew her better. I know. Like it's a thing that everyone likes. Google stock you. I have. I have an idea. Okay. Okay. Well, um, I won't say it. So it's a surprise. Um, but what was I gonna say? Uh, I wonder if we can could share it in the secret Facebook group. Possibly. We could share it, I think, once we run the stats and yes. stuff. Because, again, and we're not we're not going to rank attractiveness or, like, things. Like, we're not going to judge these guys. It's more about, again, as always on this pod, like, Kimmy's feelings yeah. about shit. But just, I think that also some stuff that is interesting that came out of it is, like, even things like the average age, once you average mm-hmm. everyone's ages, it's basically exactly your age. Like, almost to the month. Which is... Yeah, it's kind that's of very crazy. Like stuff oh like my god, that where you're right. like, isn't that fucking crazy that that just happened? Yeah, it's or very like, interesting. yeah. So I think just some of the stuff that's going to come out of it is going to be interesting. And as we, you know, and I only looked at it like an hour ago, like with all the details. Oh in yeah, it. I've been because I because so Angelica did it in a very thorough job, and even added all these notes, which were, was so helpful for me to go back and be reminded and like fill in because some ages ages were the trickiest thing if I didn't still have their like Mm -hmm. dating app connection or like but I was able to remember most of them but oh just thank you yeah there are a lot of the hard work I didn't have to go back and like listen oh my god it's shit it's so great Uh, and it just is so it's so heartwarming that um you took the time and that you cared and that you know we have such cool listeners and so Angelica thank you so much we I really like I called my mom and was like Oh my God, this girl did this thing. People are listening to our podcast and do this thing. And tonight, I actually had therapy right before this, guys. So many tangents. We'll cut them out. Whatever. It's a drinking podcast. My therapist was like, wait, say again what you think the podcast has done for you in terms of like, like, yeah. And it was very like, I just, I'm becoming aware that sometimes I think I like being single. Wait, say it in three words. Made me secure. I'm I'm applauding the sentiment, but also that you did it so well in three words. I truly feel like this has been life-changing, and we'll stop here and cut it off. But, like, and we haven't even done 51. Yeah. People give me so much shade. They're like, I don't even think I've been on 51 dates in my life. But I'm like. I don't think I have. It's literally not a, it is about the guys, because I've I've met some excellent men. Like, we're just keeping all the things under wraps. But, like, guys, this has not been fruitless at all. Yeah. But we only talk about first dates. And then the second date venue if it was yeah. really cool but like yeah I don't know I feel totally opposite of what I felt before I went into this and what yeah. I used to feel about dating and actually not to segue in my terrible way I feel differently about my my like the couple half relationships that kind of destroyed me and yeah. made me feel like I just wasn't enough how could it be that and that totally dude and I feel like because I have a couple of really close friends who are struggling with half relationships still like you know who I'm talking about mm-hmm. and one of them she's listened to like some of the episodes but just hasn't caught all the way up I'm not I someone who's out. like listen to my podcast but recently we were talking about her half relationship and I was like I think you have to listen to my podcast like, I know I sound like an asshole but it's literally like I feel like it's an experiment or like a it's like exposure therapy. You're like this thing that everyone in the world has so many feelings and hangups and insecurities about. If you just do it a lot, you realize that like all your notions about yourself are nonsense, mm-hmm. which is the case with most notions that most people have about themselves, like most insecurities. Right. Are it's like if you're, or like we've talked about and we won't delve into this, but you a stand up and then you mm-hmm. did it more and it becomes so different. So, 
I will say that my thing with half relationships and getting into them and getting into ones that lasted way too long, I've now realized was like a twofold thing. First of all, I'm scared of when it actually works out. Yeah. So I love when I know it won't. Yeah. But it also was just like I wasn't doing a lot of dating. So it's nice to hold on to the thing that I can like have the – we all have the feelings in totally. some way, shape, or form. Like I also just think I I enjoy being single more than perhaps the regular person. In fact, yeah. therapist shared this evening with me. She was like, it's not a fact. I forget the exact statistics. But there's something like single men are actually the least happy and married women are the least happy of hmm. all. There's some weirdness. So it's like I just think – Interesting. Yeah. I just think it's like women – it's like a societal thing. Like women and men, some want relationships. Some yeah. fix – what bothers them by continuing to be in relationships or or not. Or yeah. being in them and then not being in them. Totally. Some of us, like I do the opposite of that where I'm not a serial monogamist. I love attaching because then I still get the feelings to things I know won't work out because – I used to think this was just an excuse for being single. But I genuinely – because when things do work out, I really struggle with like not being single. I'm very like prideful yeah. of being single or independent or just – Literally, selfishly, not having to adjust a lot about my life. And I know I've talked about well, this before. Well, so. yeah, no, I mean, I feel like, and I've also said this before, but like, I feel like you have ideas about where you should be based on where other people in your life are. Mm-hmm. And we all do about everything career, friendships, family, this. I was talking to someone yesterday who, like, has, like, had kind of a falling out – not falling out, but, like, her group of friends has kind of disintegrated. And she's like, I just feel like I need a group. And it's, like, frustrating. Blah, blah. And I'm like, why? You have lots of friends. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not the same, like, five to eight people you hang out with every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, like, does that matter? You know, just, like, yeah, these ideas I, I of, like, what that. you need. Yep. yep. Um. And and this girl literally has, like, so many fucking friends. Just, like, it's, like, her – It's not the same. It's not, like, a crew right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we – you know, we all compare ourselves with others all the time. But I think what's cool about this experiment – like, it took me, I think, a long time to realize. Because I always felt, like, a little bit of, free, of a freak when I was in relationships. Because I don't like doing everything with the person I'm dating. Mm-hmm. I like to have my own life, my own friends, my own – I hate the, like, Podcast? what are we doing this Friday, this Saturday, this Sunday? Like, it's like, I'm like, I'm going to do my thing and you're going to do your thing. We should have distinct relationships with outside people. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we also enjoy doing stuff together sometimes. And I always felt like kind of a freak. And other people have made me feel weird about that. Where they're like, well, where's your boyfriend? And I'm like, he, I don't, he's with his friends or he's doing his, like, I'm just, I don't, I've never wanted that. But I feel like it took me a really long time to be really okay with, like, oh, it's just not what I want. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> but, like, I feel like part of this whole experiment for you has also been, like, it's totally fine to own the things that you do and don't want that differ from the the Disney ideas we all have. Because mm-hmm. the Disney ideas are so ingrained. Mm-hmm. And, like, even me where I'm, like, I don't necessarily – like, I'm not sure I want to get married. I just don't necessarily think it's – or, like, if I do, I don't, like, know if I can really do the whole shebang. Right, which you is know? very valid. Like, yeah. I just don't know that I would feel comfortable. And it's taken me a long time to get, like, okay with that. But I think that 
you're like having this process where you're like, oh, I can want what I want. Or I can like ask weird dudes out and it there there are a lot of assholes out there. Yeah. I learned like it's not about you. I haven't gone on dates with them, but this week taught me that. Yeah. Two phone Tommy. I mean, you went on two phone Tommy. Two on a date I with just two wanted some alliteration. Um, I should have said two telephone Tommy. <laughs> Damn it, Kimmy. No, two phone Tommy sounds better. It just sounds it rolls yeah. off the tongue way better. Should we should we delve in? Yes. We'll do some chopping around. Yeah. Should we delve in? I want I do you want to start with Okay. Friend of the pod, Jess Garcia, who is – Let's do it. Did she say we could use her full name? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. She said – Yeah, she's one of my best friends. The right? fuck is a half relationship? That's my question and I don't have to be anonymous. I think that's a great way to start off the conversation. <gasps> Hi, Jess. Hi, Jess. Jess. Jess is one of my best friends from college and – my I feel like my kindred spirit even though we've never met. I literally feel like it's – I feel like you guys are friends even though you've never met, which is insane. And Jess is in a very serious relationship. She's engaged. She's, She's engaged. getting married. And getting married. And Sorry. like, I, yeah, I haven't met her fiance either, which is insane because, and she, and she hasn't met Jess. We've, we've, she hasn't met Jeff. Her name is Jess. It's <laughs> Jeff. But, okay. Hi, Jess. And also, you. great question. So, what do you think a half relationship is? Um, I think a half relationship is a relationship that is, a, Sexual and romantic in nature, um, and it is prolonged, but there have never been any conversations about um, anything relating to the relationship. Very astute. <laughs> Sorry. But I – can I do mine now? Sorry. Yeah. Mine would be from my experience – where it's like there may have been conversations, but okay. like the feelings, the the conversations weren't as transparent as they needed to be. The half relationships I feel like I've been in are things where like it was romantic, there were dates, it yeah. was not a late night hookup. I don't think I don't want to shade anyone, but that doesn't really constitute a half relationship. Like it was yes. clearly not just a hookup. There were emotions or uh, like chemistry, like we like each other yeah. involved, but it never became anything official and la- prolonged I think was I maybe totally. wouldn't have said but that's that's what triggers it for me totally it's like we definitely liked each other we basically could have been best friends but we also had great sex it wasn't yeah. like why don't those two things just equal a relationship and I think there are a million reasons and totally. I am so new to seeing that yeah light and I think we've both been in significant half relationships mm-hmm. like I've talked about Mine here. You've talked about yours. Like, sure. uh, you know, in like veiled. Shout out. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, no, but. I've been in a few. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You've Oops. been in, you've been in three to five. <laughs> like I know. Three to five. Three to I would five. say three significant Three ones that, that, that matter. That I think of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've only been only, I've only been in one significant half relationship. But it was significant. Like, when I think back on, like, my relationships, it's in there. And we were opposite. We played opposite roles in it. Yes. In ours, mostly. Meaning, like... Actually, maybe I've been in the... Oh, you've been in both, I've been positions, in both positions, I think. But it, I think when we talk about roles, we're just to clarify, we're talking about, like, the person who is evading concretizing anything about mm-hmm. it. Um, versus the person who totally because I think is also evading concretizing it by not saying what they actually truly want and need like what their fucking yeah. needs are. I could have saved a lot and and done this and like it would have been sad because I would have missed out on fun times with people. I haven't like dated terrible people. I've dated really good people. 
There's like one terrible in there. I think the thing with half relationships is like at the core of a half relationship, it is someone who doesn't want it to be a full relationship. And usually it's an unbalanced level. Usually it's the imbalance is what your gut triggers you, which is why some of you are asking to fuck. Because you are like, totally, And And some of you are like, oh my God, I'm so glad you're doing, covering And the thing that I think is, the thing that I think is funny is that it doesn't surprise me at all that Jess is asking, like, to fuck. Because Jess is one of the people I know who is the most, like, fucking straight up. Like, you talk to her and it is like, you know where she, how she, where she's at, how she's feeling. It was one of the first things where I was like, I really like this girl and I want to be friends. Mm-hmm. Was because, like, I feel like she just walks up to you and she's like, yo, I'm having a terrible day. I feel fucking sad. You want to go get drunk? Or like, hey, yo, I'm having the best day. You want to go get drunk? We get drunk. <laughs> it's like... Um, Drinking. She's the best. Uh, but I, I feel like it's like, to me... Jess wouldn't find herself – someone like Jess wouldn't find herself in that situation because she would be like, hey, what's happening? Which I – if I could go back and save myself time – and it would – maybe I would, again, miss out on certain also fun times. But with that consternation underneath of like, what is really happening because I feel like I'm like falling for – like Yeah. Again, I have a whole other set of like fear of intimacy issues. So I love to fall for people I, once I know it won't work out. Yeah. But like – if you can just be really honest when you ask or just just be honest. Totally. Otherwise, it's going to come out in an angsty text. It's going to come out totally. in you being shitty to that person or totally. them being shitty to you. Or like, I don't – like, I just wish we could all be more straightforward. Totally. Like – And I feel like there's these levels, right? Like, because of modern dating and modern relationships and modern r- romance and whatever, I feel like there's these – um milestones you hit when you're it's like you're dating and then maybe you're fucking and then maybe you're not hooking up with other people Mm -hmm. and then maybe you're like calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend and then you're like talking about the future and then you're meeting families like I think there's these like or these like milestones you're taking a trip like these things that you hit oh yeah and I feel like there's, like, some fuzziness in the order that they can happen, but usually a conversation about exclusivity is one of the first things. Unless you both pussyfoot around it or you sort of have it drunk and then you're, like, eight months, yeah. two years, whatever later. Like, I just think it's not – Totally. I'm calling myself out. I'm also calling everyone out. Totally. But also – like, be nice if you're on the other end of that. We yeah. always have to be a little more transparent, I think. Well, it's hard. And I think that, like, a lot of people are just really used to not asking for what they need mm-hmm. because they're afraid they won't get it. Especially which, woman. Yes. And I've done that forever. But also, like, I've been in relationships slash half relationships with two different men who didn't really know how to do that. Yeah. And, like, my first real boyfriend – like, and I didn't know how to do this at all. And it was, like, the fucking blind leading the blind. We had been, like, going on date. Like, he told me he liked me right away. We, mm-hmm. we had been friends and he told me he liked me. Which already is a ballsy fucking move. If you're yes, friends it is. Yes, and then it is. someone's like, I like you. I want to spend more time with you. Like, I still can't say I like you back. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes I can't. I mean, it's really scary. Like, So mm-hmm. he, are, he, out the gate, he... <laughs> He was doing better than I was because I also was, like, liking him a little bit, whatever. 
And then, you know, we started, we, we went on a couple dates um, and then we started hooking up and then I feel like it was like mostly, <laughs> we had gone on dates, but then it was like mostly hooking up for like four or five months. We had mutual friends. We were still friends. We were still hanging out in settings and maybe going and doing stuff just the two of us once in a while. But like, it was a while. And then he was hammered one night and he was like, are you my girlfriend? Which by the way, a couple different people in my life have done this move where they're like, hey, are you my girlfriend? I'm like, and always drunk and always like, that's the question. I'm like, are you asking me if I want to be your girlfriend? Or am I? Are you trying to ask me, like, are you if we're exclusive? This? Are you trying to ask me, like, Ooh. what are you, like, and I get it. It's fucking scary. And I have never started those conversations. So I, it's hard. Obviously, I'm judging mm-hmm. that. But it's like everyone's just terrified that they're not going to, like, things aren't going to go their way. And so they don't ask the question they really want to ask, which I think in both of those situations it was like, are we in a relationship? Are we done seeing other people? Are we, like, putting time, energy, effort, emotional effort into this thing, you know? Can I ask you a question? Yes. Did you know, though, that was coming? Or did you feel like you're both on the same page? Um, the first in, – in my first relationship with the person I dated for, like, two years, yes. And I had wanted to have that conversation, but I didn't initiate it. Because I used, not from you, this is not a yeah. call out but I use these stories I always hold, heard of like, but then sometimes guys are just in a weird phase or they're doing this to like hold on way too long yeah. and not be cool about it. Like I would just be like, well, I would be the quote unquote cool girl, but like, and not about hugging a blade, but go, go to a romantic dinner or go to a romantic concert or go hang out or like say nice things. Like I would hang on to these in between something relationships because it was like, well, there are all these stories where then it just does work out. Totally. I think people need to trust their gut. If it feels off. So I think we should delve into some more DMs. If it feels off, we also had like a friend come to us and I, we had like a call with a friend who's in another city and I was like, I think you should just ask. Just ask. You should always ask or like say what you feel before ditching, but don't, it's not worth the time because usually your gut is going to be right. Totally. So why not ask? Totally. Don't play hard to get. I played hard to get with certain people for far too long. Or not hard to – like I played the game. I acted cool. You know what always ends up happening? You explode your coolness if you really, really like that person because you can't help it. Yeah. And if they're really understanding and cool, like most people in my life have been, like too, they'll understand and not – they'll be like, well, I was kind of just like letting it carry on too. So – Well, I think that there's other things that go into this that, like, you know, first of all, I think that, like, we all want to connect with people romantically. And it's a deep, insane, like, chemical fucking wild need. And sometimes you can really convince yourself that something is different than the way it is. And I've done it. And I've watched other people do it, like, when I'm on the other side of it. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I mean, I was like super convinced for like two years that I was in love with and meant to be with a gay guy who like had no interest in me sexual. Like it was just, I just, you know, like we all, the, the craving for connection is really, really, um, it's an overwhelming like evolutionary need and we should all be forgiving of ourselves, I think, mm-hmm. of that. At the same time, I think that like 
you have to split the difference between that and also saying like, what I need is what I need. And if you're like, I need an exclusive relationship, like for example, you said like you, you really like prefer to wait to have sex with someone until you're only dating each other mm-hmm. or like until a certain point in a relationship. But that certain point has always gotten foggy and then even if it's, like, nine dates in, like, guys, that – it's not a thing. Yeah. No. I mean, it's it's tricky, but I think it's just really good to be honest with yourself about what you need. And that's, like, I feel like a conversation I have over and over and over again with my – with my – unfortunately, mostly my female friends, but not all, with male friends also who are in half relationships where they're like, well, this, that. Like, I don't know what she's thinking. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what the – And I'm You'll always like, when the person. ask. And also, but like, who gives a fuck what they're thinking or what they – like, where their head's at? What do you need to continue? Like, I feel like that's got to be the bottom line for figuring out half relationships. And what you also need and want. So, like, I would say, but this is all I need. So emotionally available. This person's awesome. Like, he's definitely not a lying asshole. Like – Everything's great, but X, Y, Z, that's cool. And that, I think, made it more intriguing for me because it felt like a challenge. Yeah. You know? Like, two challenges. <laughs> Keep disclaiming. Um, however, I think, and it makes me uncomfortable, but hey, this has taught me, and guys, because I don't only go on one date with everyone, this podcast has taught me when someone likes you, you won't feel weird about it. They'll do all the things it makes me uncomfortable. Someone will just simply tell you, take care of you. It won't be a push and pull. It won't be in your gut. You've told me this forever. I just feel like it's like, man, I think you just have to say how you – you shouldn't just like walk away from this podcast. Like, oh, my gut tells me they're not really into it. No, you never know. But if you feel for one second – and this is so cheesy – but I feel like going on more dates made me, like, even the way these texts, I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. Like, just if, if it's missing and you feel like you're going above and beyond, excuse my verbs, um, you should take note of that. Yeah. I'm not saying get out, but. Totally. And I think the whole thing of, like, it shouldn't be that hard. Nothing should be super hard. If it is that hard, it's probably not right. And I mean, like. And you guys could still really like each other. Totally. And be, like, destined in another time, like, and just be at wrong timing. I really feel that way. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that also, like, you know, sometimes it's really hard to walk away from certain people because they have certain things that you, like, are attracted to, not physically. But also, like, things that reveal that have helped you figure out things about yourself like I feel like Mm -hmm. everything everyone serves a purpose in your life Mm -hmm. but like you know in like one of my relationships like I had just never like been comfortable with like myself or my sexuality and like I had an amazing relationship that like completely made me feel comfortable sexually it was like and like that needed to happen for me to like continue to be a human and I'm still appreciative of that like, the relationship wasn't right, and I let it go on too long because, like, sex is really good. But that's the pain, <laughs> like, and that's life. Yeah. And yours wasn't even bad because you're – but – or the if you let a half relationship go on too long because, hi, I'm going to raise my hand hugely. Like, honestly, I will tell you, like, I had kind of shared my feelings before, but not. When you finally do – what because it's, like, just never going to ever happen. It's, yeah. like, some myth that – 
And again, I think my situations have been kind of unique in that, like, I knew they wouldn't work out. But at a certain point, just saying, like, hey, well, this is actually how it it feels so good. And then you don't feel as, like, tortured by the person. And, like, a lot of times I think half relationships you're, like, you're going into knowing they maybe not won't work because you actually subconsciously know you're going to figure something out about yourself. So you're torturing yourself a tiny bit. Totally. I want to pose this DM. Yes. Because we, I think we said it. And I want to. How do you know when it's time to give up on a half relationship? That's such a fucking good question. I think we sort of said yeah. it, though. As soon as you feel. Like, what do you think, though? I think my bottom line, I literally think you should do this on a piece of paper. Like, don't even do it in your head. Write it down on a fucking piece of paper. Make a list or, like, bullet points of, like, what do you need? Like, I need to be happy in order for this to continue, like I'm even thinking of like our friend we talked to on the phone, hey, uh, hey, and who's like you know frustrated and, and in a half relationship. I feel like is she giving me what I need? Is she? Is he giving me what? But I also, need? what is what is the thing I need? And I I don't think it's like I want someone who has like a freelance Fair. job and we can travel. I, I think it's like I need X level of commitment, and this doesn't have to be like. I need to be exclusive and in a super serious relationship. It's just like I need X level of commitment. I need like to have an open and frank conversation about feelings. Mm-hmm. I need to understand where they're at and feel like they have expressed it genuinely. Because everyone in a half relationship – sorry. I keep interrupting like no. making it boil down because I would do the first one you just said yeah. with certain people. And be like, they do. They, we have so many feelings. Yeah. But all I really wanted to do is be like, okay – if it's never going to happen, totally. just tell me now. And I would have yeah. saved myself harder tears. I would have saved myself. Like, I knew it wouldn't, too. It's just like you need totally. to kind of face the mirror or the – it is the mirror. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like – I think at the end of the day, too, it's like, is this making me happy? And not with qualifications and not with like, Cut. well, yes, but, well, I mean, it might at some – no. Is it your friends you sort happy? of suggest, and are you justifying totally. it? And, oh my god! Sorry. And listen to your friends. You will listen to me justify things. No, but, but like listen to your friends. Does this fucking person deserve you? And also be your own friend. If you had a friend in an identical situation as you, what advice would you give them? You know, yeah. It's yeah. like because it's always a little bit harsher, but that's like kind of what we all need because you might not think it. But there are those totally. people. Can I read another yes. thing from the other side from a woman? Oh, did we really just answer that though? How do you know when it's over? I yes. think I think as soon that. as you as as soon as your gut is telling you that it's not going to totally. give you what you need, and also more simply, when it's not fun anymore. Here's the other thing that we haven't said: is that you can want a half relationship, mm-hmm. and you can love it, and you can like that can be what you prefer. If you find, I mean. The thing that's tricky about that, that means you it's, have the power. It's though. rare to find a person who's also looking for exactly what you're looking for. But like, if you're up front and you're like, "I don't want to commit. I want to date and fuck other people, but I like you. I want to hang out. I want to keep hanging out. I want to, you know." But if if anyone's sorry, I just still think it's fake. Like that's fine. Just don't only listen to the words of the people. Being, okay, check back in. Know when their feelings are different. I feel like it's such yeah, a slippery. Slope. I mean, that's tricky for me. Because I think on the one hand, we're all responsible for ourselves. And if you are up front, it's the – I don't know. It's it's a tricky thing. What it, if you're 
Yeah, I guess Say, so. Like, person- I think most people interested who are listeners yeah. are feeling not like they've taken. This might be our drunk feminist question of the week. <laughs> yeah. Is like. Basically, okay, say person... Don't lead people on. It's pretty simple to me. But the thing is, is like, it's not leading someone on if you're upfront with how you feel and what you want. Like, like if one I time. say to you, say like you and I are going to a bar and I'm like, hey, just so you know, I want to get like two drinks. And you're like, oh yeah, totally. But in your head, you're like, I want to get fucked up. Like, this is not a great analogy. I can already feel it's not a good analogy. Is it? No, okay. I'll just, I, I would ask you something different. Yes. When you were in your half relationship, yes. would you text him like, I miss you, I'm thinking. Like, would you text him those things? Would you egg it on for your own attention's sake? No, I mean, I had. Because I have been on the I'm not yeah. into you and I don't do that. And people have done that to me. I think that in in that half relationship, I, I mean, it's tricky I, I didn't conduct myself perfectly well in that because I wasn't clear with him that I didn't want to be in a relationship with him. I'm not holding that up as a beacon of, like, how I did or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I would text him stuff like that or be like, I just really am thinking of you or this thing reminded me of you, whatever. Yeah, I don't even text people I like true and that. it's genuine. Yeah. Like, I was thinking of him. Like, he was, like, important in my life for a period of time, but I didn't want to be exclusive with him. I didn't want to be in a committed relationship with also, him. Also, how long? I – six – Eight months, maybe? That feels appropriate. I mean, I – and eventually I had to have that conversation. It was really hard, and I really wish I had had it earlier. I wish I had been someone earlier who had said, like, I don't think this is – but I also – I wasn't sure. We were really, truly dating for many months, and just both of us avoided a conversation. As I became more sure, I should have had a conversation sooner. Yeah. He didn't initiate one. I didn't initiate one. He tried a couple times and I avoided it. I did not conduct myself well and I feel bad about it. But I also think like we are we are ultimately responsible for ourselves. And if some if you feel like someone's dicking you around, I don't think our listeners, I didn't always know someone was dicking me around. Cuz it was like a, I don't know, I just can't be in a relationship. And then it was like a lot of other things. Yeah. Without being a total fuckboy. Like, I've struggled with this so many times. Are people the worst? Are they all devils or angels? Like, I'm seeing this in, like, another friend and a half relationship who I keep alluding to backwardsly, where, like, it's basically on the table, and she keeps going back because she is, like, pretending it's not, like, things are going to change. You know, I think that's the idea of, like, thinking that things are going to change, I think, is, like, not a good look ever. Like, you have to assume things aren't going to change. And then, like, is the person what you want? Yeah. Okay, let's go to our other – another one. This is more from the other side of things. How do you stay engaged? I find the only people I can half date are ones I'm not super interested in. And then I end up asking myself what is – what the point is. Or I start to like someone and pull back because I feel like I should be keeping it casual. So I Mm. super relate to that. This is very adorable because I don't think – if you're half dating, that's what my most – like, a lot of half dating for me when it feels comfortable is because I'm just not that into the person. Yeah. Totally. Or, like, they're fun in some way. Yeah. You know, like – I think as tricky soon as you like, feel like you're doing anything icky, you are, but it doesn't sound like you are. Yeah. I think you just know not to engage when you've given it a really good shot and, like, it hasn't worked out. Like, that's happened on this podcast with people who I, like, had the best first impression of. Yeah. Like – it just wasn't 
like meant to be. It yeah. doesn't mean two dates. It means like a bunch of dates sometimes. Totally. But that's okay. Yeah, I mean, the whole point of dating is like you are trying each other out for like, you know, a longer commitment, I think. But yeah, also not always. Sometimes you're just fucking wanting to hang out with someone and have it be kind of flirty and romantic and potentially sexual. Like it just depends on what you're looking for. And then in terms of the second half of that, or I start to like someone and pull back because I should be keeping it casual, I kept it casual. That's like what has sent me into half relationships in the ones where I have the less amount of power. Dude. Because like keeping it casual is super cool and it's what we're told to do. It's what we're all supposed to do. I have – and this is where I've had mixed experiences and literally everyone I've dated, even in college, which all my dating experiences are fucking laughable in college, like – I was always, I always am trying to keep it casual and it's like a disaster because no one's saying anything about what they want or need. I think the best advice if you're in a half relationship is don't keep it casual. Yeah. You'll look uncool for 0.5 seconds. Totally. And not even, you'll actually look really cool if you're just like, hey, you know what? I like you. Like I will go back and say that I should have done this more explicitly, but all the myths about not they're not myths. All the stories of when you just have to let it take time. You do. Yeah. But if, like, you just at a certain point need to ask the question, just ask the question. You'll feel yeah. so much better. And also, like, what's cooler? I feel like it's, like, yeah, this idea that being casual, being, like, eh, I don't really care. It's very now. It's cool, like, du jour. But what's fucking cooler? Like, I feel like anyone – I was just saying about my friend Jess. People who are cool – aren't apologetic. I'm like across the board if they're huge fucking nerds or if they're like actually fucking cool ass people who like are hip and who are like, you know. Well, that's literally what is like attractive. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like I've become more attracted to people, including people who then like dicked me over later because they were so open and honest with their feelings. Yeah. Telling someone you liking you like them and like you really like hanging out with them and you want to keep hanging out with them, it kind of works. It's not peer pressure. It's just yeah. like, because some of us are scared. I'm like a little shrinking flower. So if someone's like very emotionally available and persistent, I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. I've never chased someone until it was someone who just was like, okay, now I have to pull back. Then I was like, oh. Totally. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, and I think I talked about this last week before, but like I super chased and was like really openly into my big high school crush. And it did not go my way. He start he like didn't like me and started dating one of my best friends, and it was like really devastating to like seventeen year old me. But I literally feel like that informed yeah. all of my dating life for the next ten fucking years almost because I was like, I can never show interest because this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I think that your first heartbreak or your first like intense dating experience informs a lot of shit. <laughs> but like. I think this happens to a lot of people where they feel rejection and they're like, well, if I play it cool, I'm never going to get rejected again, which like maybe, but you're never going to have like a, I don't know. It's very hard. And if I hadn't bumped into people who forced me out of my coolness, I wouldn't have broken out of it. Yeah. But it's important because the coolness can come as like the walls being up. Okay. Let's do one more. Mm-mm. Hang on. This is an email, and I'll read it anonymously. Because I feel like we both, from our different ends of half relationships, have good advice for it. 
All right. So I keep getting in these half relationships where I put in all the effort and do all the things a girlfriend would do. And he definitely wants and encourages that. I'm not just being a psycho clingy girl. Also, fuck the whole psycho clingy girl thing. It's not a thing. Um, But understood. Yet I don't get the title or girlfriend benefits in return. I barely get 25% of my effort reciprocated, not even a how was your day or good morning text. How do we keep falling into these half relationships? How do we stop doing that? It's like setting ourselves up for failure, yet I, at least, seem to be only in half relationships, nothing that ends up long-term or serious. Feel you. Especially when it's a guy you really like and don't want to lose and you're willing to go the extra mile if it pays off. The problem is how do you know it'll pay off? I'm usually heartbroken and emotionally drained and without anything to show for it either way in the end. So thank you for your honesty, first of all. Yeah, That's totally. super relatable. And Everyone's actually, been there. And, like, I've shit on the half relationships I've been in, which are just literally non-relationships, but they weren't hookups because that has not been my style. There have been hookups that went awry, but those – it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. It – the thing is, unfortunately – that is relatable to you. I just think, and it doesn't mean this person doesn't appreciate you in a million other ways, though this person might not be the greatest. I think, like, if you're putting in more than someone else, like, that can't sustain itself for your whole life. Yeah. It has to feel more natural. Totally. And even if it's a tiny nuance, like, I look back and I'm so happy none of those things worked out. Yeah. I feel sad because I feel like I met really cool people who weren't giant assholes. I have yeah. not dated a giant asshole. Well, again, like, I think every relationship, half or not, contributes to like you realizing what you need i was like earlier i was like make a list of your needs like you have to realize what your needs are like that takes time and you know introspection and whatever and experience and therapy and whatever like i think these people help you realize what you actually want and need but i think that like there is as soon as you start feeling like they are not giving what you are giving Mm -hmm. That's an indication that they're not going to. Like, it's funny. Like, I just, I, <laughs> it sucks and maybe a little pessimistic, but I actually think like people don't change that much, you know? Like, I think generally people, mm-hmm. Oprah always says, you teach people how to treat you, which I think is true. But I think also people teach you how to treat them. Mm-hmm. And like if people are, you know, if what they're putting out is like they're going to be takers then and not like fulfill you, not like refill your bucket. That's a disgusting way of saying that. Mm, but, but like. Because there is a bucket and a. And a bucket filler that totally. happens when it also when it comes to sex like that's the other thing totally a simpler way to yeah. approach this sorry all of that you just said is brilliant yeah and that should be the golden rule yeah but also like sometimes the easier step is just the exclusive thing if you haven't totally. done that or the like and then again not to just toot our own horns just go on a bunch more dates it won't feel that like but what if he says totally i look back on half relationships from my life. And I'm like, if I was doing this at the same time, just on my own, I would have felt totally differently. Yeah. I was just lazy. I was like, oh, but this guy's kind of nice. Let's hang out with him for a while and see where it goes. And then I developed a, like, connection. And in that email, oh, my God, I think the thing she said in that email of, like, I don't want to let go of someone that I see potential, whether that I see, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, because of this other stuff. I would just say the other stuff, the not taking care of you, the not putting in the effort, is that person. The potential isn't that person. The mm-hmm, way they're treating mm-hmm. you is that person. 
And I feel like that's always the thing to like look out for. And it's tricky because, you know, in any relationship, like there's, I really believe this, (laughs) that in, in every relationship, familial, friendship, romantic, et cetera, there is... I always say a gardener and a flower, but Jeff's family has mm-hmm. always said it, um, talent in the manager. Oh my. <laughs> but I think, so I think it's easy to feel like, well, this is just, you know, I'm more of the caretaker. I'm more of the gardener, blah, 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 whatever. It should never, but I just feel like it should never, ever feel, um, I think it's It gut should never again. feel one-sided. That, if it, if that if you, gut tells me like, totally, girl, I've been there. Totally. And like, That's why I saw Jordan like, not taking do care of better. But like, honestly, it might be really empowering to just say bye-bye. For sure. I also feel like saying goodbye sometimes, and this should not be your motivation to do it, makes people think twice. Like, it's it's, it's oh, very yeah. important to do. To say like, you're not giving totally. me what I can take. And nothing out. is more like, nothing draws people to other people more than someone who's like, I know what I want. I know what I'll accept. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. Sorry. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's, I feel like, the baddest move. But it's not – it is much easier said than done. Yeah. As someone who's not able to. But doing it honestly. But, like, I think it's funny. All of the comments, any we've talked to, they're not, like, projecting the way I used to project. Like, it's not the other person's resp- – It's it is both of your responsibility, yeah. but it's both of your responsibility and – The only person whose responsibility you can control is your own. So ask for what you want. I just think like – Yeah, and that's maybe what I should have said earlier. If you get lucky and you run into someone else who's kind, like that's a good thing. And hopefully they will see that they should be taking care of you even if you're not able to – Take care of yourself. And it gets murky. Like, but like they want – everyone wants attention. Totally. But also like I feel like it's – you have to assume – that they're not and that you have to be your own advocate, you know, for, like, what your bottom line is. <laughs> yeah. It's all very businessy. Yeah. 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 I just – I feel you all. And, uh, you know, I'm sassy and out there with my, like, feelings and thoughts, but I've been in the exact same spot. And it doesn't mean you're in, like, a totally one-sided thing where someone's taking advantage. It's just, like – Sometimes things just don't work out and yeah. timing and all. And, like, you can't let that – because that's the biggest thing I learned. And, like, in grilling people, especially with this podcast, like, why why didn't it work out? Why, and why do we still have this, this friendship or why? Like, it just should have all – it's, like, it's it's not really about that always. And, like, literally this podcast has also taught me timing is a thing because right now it's really hard to, like – like some people because I know I want to keep doing this. I will quit, but I want to keep doing this thing because we have cool new opportunities coming up and I don't want to be a jerk. And so if I can be open and honest about that and they want to keep hanging out, it's cool. But I still think it's important to check in with myself about like, yeah. is this icky? Am I doing the right thing? Also, yeah. sex makes it more complicated. We didn't even delve into that. Yeah. You got to, you know. And also <laughs> wrap really it up. Wrap it up. Yeah. Diaphragm that. What, what are the other ones? I've been no, because diaphragms don't protect from STDs. Oh, you're right. STIs. Condoms. Oh, what is the other Condoms, condoms, condoms. Mm, uh, i the old schools. This is really embarrassing. I didn't – okay, I didn't watch Floribama Shore. No shade if you did. But I worked on it a mm-hmm. little bit. So <laughs> one of one of the characters' dads, like, <laughs> and he says, like, to the guys, he's like, you know, the ladies, like, 
they get addicted to what the dick did. <laughs> That's amazing. And I literally am like, yeah. That's a thing. You gotta, you totally get addicted. Uh, oh, actually, yep. Ooh, actually, whoa. I always think I'm not. Get, your your brain gets flooded with mm. with insane chemicals. That's true. Fuck. Guys, women, we have it hard. We're gonna do a second half relationship episode. We can't even read our worst first date because we've been going for I so know. long. I know. There's a lot here. So much to unpack. I'll cut out so much of my earlier stuff. Okay. Well, I think that also, like, and we'll sound off on this in the secret Facebook group, but I think like a really interesting question that was raised is like how much is it a shared responsibility and how much is it everyone's individual responsibility to take care of themselves and their feelings? And that's going to be the drunk feminist question yeah, of the week. I like it. I just know, even from some of these dates, sometimes I feel icky and I'm like, I'm doing something icky. Mm. I'm it's hanging hard. out too long because I think I, I'm afraid to say, let's not do this. Yeah. And I'm not hooking up with these people yeah. in that way. Like, it's just like, even that day, I, you know, yeah. it's tricky. I think it's like, I mean, be the best person you can be, but also totally. advocate for yourself. And I feel like I need like a bell or like, a you know, a sound effect for every time I fucking say this, but I'll continue to say it because I don't think it can be overstated. I, I really do think we're like this new generation of dating like everything is different from the way it's ever been no one everyone's just trying to figure it out everyone's just trying to like you know our parents didn't raise us teaching us these emotional skills because it wasn't the case when they were dating like they taught us all of these other things they taught us how not to get kidnapped and blah 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 don't talk to strangers do this like you know they taught us how to be nice to people and how to you know like, I feel like all the times my mom talked me through, like, resolving, like, girl group drama, like, all that shit. When I was a kid, you know, the, your parents, if you're lucky to have really involved parents, like, give you all these emotional skills. But they didn't have to do this. Yeah. Mostly. So, you know, we're just trying to figure it out. Like, I hope that we can all teach our generation of kids, like, you know, when you're dating someone, you're going to have to ask them how they feel and you're going to have to say how you feel and you're going to have to decide what level of commitment you want to have. You know, like it's very – And it you does should. feel Maybe like the Wild the West rule. a little bit. And it's not just saying it. Yeah. it's really easy for that guy on Tinder to be like, what do you want? What do you want? Totally. Like uh, maybe almost respect that more. But like it's not just saying it. It's yeah. like actions speak louder than words. They always have. They literally always have. So like do the word speakings and then follow up on your actions. Yeah. Whether you're the one who's like, not for me doesn't mean you can't like change your mind later totally. or if you're the one who's like I can't do a relationship but I want to have all the perks of having you be emotionally there for me and totally. sexually there for me yeah because I know you're into me and I I've, I've taken advantage of people so that's yeah you know and you're being icky try to be a good human try to ask for what you want think if Oprah would put up with what you're putting up with yeah that's a good question <laughs> probably like if we had a bigger audience everyone would break up <laughs> Okay, we went anyway. long. You know where to find us at 51 First Dates Pod. Contest is still running last week. We'll send you on a date for 50 bucks. If you rate, review, send us in an email, 51firstdatespod at gmail.com. That screenshot. Or if you just tag us in your Instagram story, you are entered. Okay. And yes, we'll pull a name next week, send you on a date. You will be great. <laughs> I think we have to have a new theme at the end of this where we say go on the date so you can get out of your habsy. 
Wait, what halvesy? Everyone should get a halvesy. I still <laughs> just think complicated. If, if 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 it's a halvesy and you're calling it that and you're not calling it a hookup, yeah, then it's not just that. It's a half relationship. A really good point. If it if you're calling it a hookup, that's different. And maybe you guys are just seeing it differently. Oh my god, I'm gonna ask two drunk feminist questions in the secret Facebook group. So please join if you want to be in on this discussion. The other one is, have you ever? Like, been happy, like, into, like, felt good in a half relationship. Because I'm super curious. Yeah. Like, if people are, like, actually, like, yeah, I want yeah. that. It no, sounds no, nice. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. So that's going to be happening in the secret Facebook group. Um, And, yeah, I feel like it's, I like, never go on a date and be true to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> go on a date and be true to yourself. And say what and you need. Say what you need. And, like – Don't get addicted to the – No one's ever been, like, this is my half-boyfriend. This is my half-girlfriend. So fucking get what you need. Like, let's be real. I was just picturing someone who, like, um, walked into a party with, like, someone who only – it was only a set of legs. Like, they, yeah, they didn't just, have a torso. Just literally a half-boyfriend. No, no um, just, just the bottom half. Well, that's kind of what it is. It's definitely not the top half. <laughs> okay. All right. And sayonara. Anyway. Love you. Go on a date. Bye. Special shout out and thanks to Jim from Five Ohm for recording our episodes and making us sound pretty. Yes, thank you. And also a big shout out to Anthony also from Five Ohm for making us sound really good in post. And you should check Five Ohm out online at fiveohm.com. And that's spelled F-I-V-E-O-H-M. Ohm.